and we're back for the second episode of the Bungalow Podcast. Today we're going to start our series of conspiracy theories and we're going to dive deep into the Pizzagate Wayfair conspiracy theory. Today I'm joined as per usual with Jack and Liam and what are your thoughts about today's episode boys? Well I'm very excited for today's episode. Um, It's one of those things that we've been talking about over the past few weeks as it's slowly sort of crept its way into the news headlines. Um, Yeah so it's going to be a great topic to talk about today I think. I think it's going to be an interesting one. I think it's just start to come out in social media a little bit. So it'll be good to see what Timmy's got for us. All right, well, let's dive down the rabbit hole. Now, before we start diving deep into the rabbit hole, we're just going to do a quick disclaimer. This is just a conspiracy theory. Everything that has been investigated has been done online and with people like you and me. We aren't saying all this is true and it's not for the weak-hearted. We'll be talking about things people might not be comfortable about and we apologize in advance if this has a hard listen for you. Us boys do believe this topic has been hidden and needs to be talked about as lives are being ruined in plain sight and very relevant topic. We are aware that these are only opinions and can be controversial. So today, we're going to talk about one of the world's biggest conspiracies in a multi-billion dollar industry. So we're going to dig deep into the Pizzagate and Wayfair conspiracy of child trafficking and human trafficking. Now, the media hasn't really covered it that much due to COVID being on the headlines Mm. and everything. So we thought we would go off COVID and bypass and look deeper into what's happening in America right now. Behind the scenes. Exactly. So now, how did Pizzagate start? In November 2016, during the Hillary Clinton campaign, there was a hacker who hacked into a guy called John Podesta's emails, and at the time, he was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. In those emails, there was encrypted messages that conspiracy theorists looked into and decrypted these codes, as per se, and figured out some weird connections between Hillary Mm. Clinton the Wayfair conspiracy, and also yep. Jeffrey Epstein. See how we, how they all tie in. Exactly. The, the email sort of suggested, obviously, like that there was that child sex trafficking ring that was sort of run by an elite group of politicians, including Hillary Clinton and a few of her associates, um, and other high-profile names, so we'll get into that. The emails between John Podesta and James Alephantes were the ones that were looked into the most. James was the owner of a pizzeria called DC Pizzeria Comet Ping Pong. These emails sparked hints of encrypted messages, as we were talking about before, and had examples as well, as we talked about before, as cheese pizza, which yeah. they did as CP, which another word for CP could be child pornography. Yeah, they sort of connected the pedophiles with the initials of CP, which they used throughout the emails, and then they sort of used that as a denotion for child pornography cp yeah and also they use other words like chicken so as in uh chicken as they try to uncover that chicken was a word for a little girl who they are going to sacrifice to yeah, say it was like a code name for child so, yeah basically have done code names for everything here yeah so they can hide it in the emails so if someone you know the average person looks into it they don't Not really take any anything. notes yeah but thank god we have read it because they've discovered a lot of things for us right now now, these are just rumours going around that Hillary Clinton is part of a satanic cult 
with these politicians where they claim to buy children, especially girls, of human trafficking sources and use girls for sacrifice. These claims are extremely strong claims and I myself find it hard to believe someone as important as Hillary Clinton can get away with something like this in 2020. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's a stretch until you look into it, if that makes sense. So just off, if you're just an everyday person, you're reading into it, like there's no way... But then you really f- fall down that rabbit hole and you go, oh, hang on, let's just join the dots a little bit. Um, and it's just, there's just so much evidence to support both sides. So you've got to sort of find a, a way to pick a side without being offensive, basically. So Well, lucky we have Liam here because you're more of the, I believe, kind of uh, person. I'm more of a, oh, I need a bit more evidence. Yeah. And Liam's our middleman. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm out. still trying to figure it out. I mean, um, if you join it all together, it all seems to be adding up. But um, I guess you got to really look into it to um, get a proper opinion on it. I think the thing with the emails in particular is there's no explanation for the very unusual language that was used. Talking about cheese and pizza and all this weird stuff and chickens. There's just, there was never any explanation for why they were using these strange random words. And it's yeah. just one of those things where it's a bit up in the air. Yeah, but they could also, in my opinion, they could also be using those not for child pornography or yeah. child uh, could be a, trafficking. It could be something completely different. They wanted to hide to their campaign. Yeah. But, you know, each to their own. But let's let's get into this. So how uh, Hillary Clinton and the Wayfair conspiracy all combined. So we'll, we'll start talking about the Wayfair conspiracy. Now, I know a lot of you people out there probably know a bit about it, but we'll, we'll talk about it for people that don't really know. So... If you don't know what Wayfair is, it's actually a furniture uh, online company that, like Amazon, they sell furniture themselves plus let third party come into it. And they're they're an American company. brand as well. An American brand, yep. And they, they've been accused of uh, child sex trafficking on their website due to unusual furniture prices mm-hmm. as... There has been stuff like storage cabinets that are marked between ten to fifteen thousand. Now, you might think, "Oh, it's just a little computer mistake." But the odd thing about the storage cabinets is their model name is named usually after an like a person. But the odd thing about their names is they're named after missing people. So we'll get to an example. There was a storage cabinet called the Yaritza Storage. Industrial storage cabinet. Yeah, Rich is not a a common name. Uncommon name, isn't it? It's a very uncommon name. So what people did was they typed in Yarista into a missing person or even Google and missing person register. And a name that popped up was Yarista Castro. She was a 16-year-old girl missing from Haywinton, Connecticut. And when people in Reddit dug deeper, they also found cabinets named after other names like They were Annabelle. all children as well, weren't they? Yes, they were all children. Annabelle and Kyla, which is also connected to Annabelle Wilson and Kyla Coleman. So when people started digging into Wayfair a bit more, they discovered there was other products out there that were just a bit odd, like uh, baby toys, baby beds, pillows... They just had unusual names to them, and same as before, as we talked about names, they had uh, like uh, a human or person name on it, and they were all part of the missing person register, mm. all young kids yep. as well. Um, 
But what actually sparked this investigation was a, an unusual tweet, which I'll let Jack read out for you guys, is... Yeah, so it was like, um, it was this tweet, it was sort of, it sort of kick, got, kicked it off and got the ball rolling. It was just a, I can't remember her name exactly, but she sort of, she made a tweet saying, um, quote, my spidey senses are tingling. What's this, what are, what are these storage cabinets? Extremely high prices, all listed as girls' names and identical units selling for different amounts. And I think that's one of the most alarming aspects of the website where all these products are either the identical or they're slightly different and they're varying prices between five and ten thousand dollars. It's yeah. just very unusual how Yeah, and if you and as we're gonna talk about as well, is if you actually clicked on the product, there was a special one that was a artwork of cactus and if you actually looked at the description it says no passport required, which for a cactus painting I'm not sure why that would need a passport. Mm. And there was other little odd things about uh, when you went to buy these sort of things and uh, when you clicked on the checkout. Yeah, the checkout up. process is very interesting. Yeah, the, yeah. when you press on the checkout, it's, it seems to come up with the missing person's name. And was it? did it have the gender and the age or anything? Uh, it just had the, the, the person's name and the shipping information. So, so it came so, up. So basically, you know what you're getting when you're buying that. Yeah, so as the conspiracy theorists think is they're telling you who that you are getting in that order. Rather than what item you're getting. Yeah, exactly. So That's pretty creepy. It's, <laughs> it is very creepy. And they always only just had one in stock as well, which is very, yeah, that's very a, odd. Yeah, that is true. Wayfair did actually hear about this conspiracy and they took a few months to actually give us a reason why the prices were varied and different is because they didn't have any in stock. So what they did was they bumped the prices up to ridiculous prices so people didn't think about buying them so they had to put on a waiting list. Now, I think that's odd myself yeah. because I've been on multiple online shopping websites and if something's out of stock it just tells you it's well, out of stock or that's all we've there. been doing lately online shopping really, isn't <laughs> that's it? all we can be able to do but we'll we'll dig a little bit deeper into Wayfair now they they have product codes on the actual products and there's a thing called Yandex which is Google for Russians it's like a it's a search engine yeah. if you copied those product numbers and pasted it into Yandex it actually came up with photos of little girls yep. which to be fair that's not it's alarming <laughs> that is very alarming <laughs> to say the least yeah and Wayfair is just a uh, it was just odd something, there's, there's something not right about that website it is and we'll talk about later how they always how they sort of connect with the other topics and the likes of Pizzagate and all that sort of stuff and how they all merge together. And also, as I said before, Wayfix was like a third-party seller as well. Yeah. So like Amazon, like eBay, they sell for other people as well. Yeah. They, the thing about these storage cabinets, it didn't actually come up with Wayfair, so it wasn't Wayfair selling it. Yeah. But it came up saying the seller was a company called WFX Utility. Yeah. Now... You dig into WFX Utility. It is trademarked and owned by Wayfair itself, which yeah. is, again, that's very strange why they'll do that. They actually had no reasoning behind why that's happened and why they just don't sell it as the Wayfair name. Yeah. Which is. Extreme. Are they trying to cover that up, though? Could be a way to 
so it doesn't get back to Wayfair. Yeah. So, so when they see it, it doesn't just say Wayfair selling it. Yeah, exactly. But they've actually put it as WFX, which people looked into. But you have to actually look into that to find that, don't you? Yeah, people actually looked into it to find out. Now let's actually talk about who runs the show at Wayfair. Yep. We've got Naraj Saar, who is a founder of the website, and he's also a founder of a youth-focused organisation called the Saar Family Organisation, which does a lot of work for health care and education for the young community of Boston. And Naraj's wife, Jill, so Jill Naraj, is the president of that foundation. So, you know, it's a very close family-knit-run organisation there. And in 2015, there was a conference called the Sun Valley Conference, which the likes of Harvey Weinstein, Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and Tim Cook are all billionaires, as we all know here. They're very wealthy, very important people. They also all own their own child youth organizations. Mm. That that could be for tax purposes. That could be just giving back to the community, or it could be to exploit children. There's (laughs) three different ways you can go about it. And the fact that they're all tight-knit together, all have child organizations, and a lot of these organizations, a lot of kids go missing, which is very odd. Mm, the they, rate of missing children within those foundations are higher than... A bit too high. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one's a bit too high, but we're talking like thousands yeah. of kids. And unaccounted for as well. And there's other like non-profit organizations as well that they're all connected. Like the Grahman America, which is another organization, which is run by a lady called Andrea Zhang or Jung, however you pronounce it. And she as well has a business connection with a lady called Isabel Maxwell. So people that have actually looked into this know the last name This is where it gets interesting, isn't it? This is where it gets very interesting. They'll know that name. Isabel Maxwell is the sister of Gisalane Maxwell. If you've been on Netflix for the past six months, you know that Gisalane Maxwell or Gisalane is business partners and very close friends with the one and only Jeffrey Epstein. Mm, Epstein. And we all know what he's what he's been up to the last uh, decade or so. Explain. Well, Jeffrey Epstein was a, he was a business how do we explain what his job actually was? He was just, It was like a financer. Yeah, it was like a financer for celebrities, but at the same time kind of wasn't. He was just good friends of everyone that was rich mm. and somehow got rich himself had a lot of connections oh a lot of connections and he had this private island that he exploited children and sexually harassed them there's been claims of rape there's been claims of satanistic cult ship, ship happening there yeah and a lot of big name celebrities have actually attended his island mm. and these yeah. names are Have in you that, got, uh, yeah. that little black book that we're going to talk about. Yeah, we've got the little black book that we've had a lot of people investigate into it and seen names that to me knew that shouldn't be there. And we'll, Liam, do you want to just read out a couple of those names out for me? So there are some pretty familiar names on this list, like Alec Baldwin, uh, David Blaine, Tony Blair, Naomi Campbell, Duke and Duchess of York, Donald Trump and family. Alan Dershowitz, 
Leslie Wexner, Woody Allen, Stephen Hawking, Harvey Winston, David Koch, Courtney Love, Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, and Chris Tucker. Big names, big names. Very big names, especially if you know a bit about Hollywood mm. and about other uh, politicians as well, especially Donald Trump, who's now the President of the United States. But we can get into him a bit and very interesting. Later. There are many more names that will come up as we sort of deep further into the into this sort of saga. And we'll talk about so Jeffrey Epstein was arrested by uh, the federal police. Not sure if it's FBI, CIA. It doesn't really disclaim that, but he got put into a holding cell, which he was put into if he testified to the little black book. Yep. of why the names were there and stuff like that. Unfortunately, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide well, in that holding cell. Very interesting, isn't it? Well, that's the, cause of, that's the cause of death. I, In my opinion, I do not believe Jeffrey Epstein There's killed no himself. way possible. It was impossible. Did you guys see the inmate that he was sharing a room with? Oh, actually, not, no, I actually The didn't. bloke is like too... They just apparently just randomly place him in a cell with like this 200 pound bodybuilder like triple homicide bloke like and apparently the guy never laid a finger on Epstein it's just a bit weird like it almost seems like they've put him in someone that's going to protect him in in prison if that makes sense yeah that it was just very unusual like the bloke is literally like the rock how are you saying you think he died then well there's no way of really suspecting how exactly he died but I don't think it was suicide I think it's I think it was he was murdered let's talk about his actual cell the holding cell he was put into now, they've had problems in the past with people committing suicide before testifying. So the room is completely suicide-proof. There, If anyone that's listening has been to a psych ward or something like that, there's sloped taps, there are no door handles, there's nothing you can choke yourself on, everything's mesh. So yep. if you do try to swallow something, you can still breathe. But And also with this cell, there was a 24-hour camera surveillancing the whole time mm. now in the time that Jeffrey Epstein apparently killed himself the camera just happened to be restarting and swapping film so in that space of five to ten minutes there is no recording of his cell can't be right it's that <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein I don't think would have known when the cameras were going to be restarting in my opinion mm. there's no possible way so why would he if he was going to it's kill himself, unusual. he just would have done it. So, but when he sacrificed his little black book, which I know some listeners out there have actually looked into it, some that haven't, we've read out some names for you. But when he said he was uh, going to testify, there was some weird thing just happened around the world. And now that his business partner, Giseline Maxwell, is he also in custody... There has been even bigger names, weirder people to just do some very odd things. Like we'll yeah. go, Oprah Winfrey cancelled her show. Alan DeGeneres cancelled her show. Jimmy Kimmel has decided to take a break. Pierce Morgan is also taking a break. Tom Hanks has become a Greek citizen. And also there was Chrissy Teigen that made her Twitter private. She deleted 60,000 tweets and blocked over a million people. Mm. It's not a... So we're thinking that possibly they've, they're fearful of what may be released about them. Exactly. Via this little black book and what Maxwell 
knows about them because as we know we can talk a bit a bit more about Maxwell and her sort of story we know that she was obviously a very close associate with Epstein um they actually also had a romantic relationship for a few years um so those two were very close and it's sort of a lot of people online are always speculating like why why would she leave what she had to just traffic kids with Epstein and help sort of transport transport child um for his child sex ring and trafficking via his uh via his private island so it's it's one of those very unusual things and obviously when you go back to her early story with her father he was also um very similar to Epstein from what I've read in terms of personality traits he sort of had that intimidating figure he was sort of one of those people that you wanted to impress um and Ghislaine was sort of listed as the favorite child so that sort of implies to me that maybe she was a bit of a sucker and yeah. I feel like she may have possibly done that with Epstein, hence why she sort of left her prior career that she had with her father, which was obviously quite successful because they were a very wealthy family, to just sort of throw it all away and risk being locked up for life for some unordinary reason. And we know um, via many articles online that before Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, moved sort of closer to work, more closely with Epstein... Maxwell's father sort of just mysteriously died at sea. Just a very random cause of death. There's no real explanation for it. And it's just sort of like, makes you think, what what did he know about what Maxwell was going to do or what she'd already done? And and how did her dad really die? That's Yeah, it's a very odd, odd way to put it. Just saying, died at sea. So, um, we'll get into a bit more about the victims as well of Pizzagate. Now, there's some names on here you guys might be familiar with. There might be some names you aren't very familiar with. But we'll start with a guy called Isaac Cappy. Now, he was naming Tom Hanks as a pedophile and later apparently Mm. died on Route 66. And not long after his death, Tom Hanks tweeted a very weird tweet saying, Roadkill on Route 66, which... To me, is it's not something you. So it was before. Was it before or after? It was just after. Just after he did it. Yeah. yeah. There's also names of uh, Leanna Jamison. She went public about being raped and conditioned and trafficked as a Hollywood child. Yep. There's Justin Bieber uh, in his music video to Yummy, uh, confirming being a victim of Pizzagate. There is Avicii that committed suicide after releasing video for uh, for a better day, which was highlighting child sex trafficking. Yeah. There is suggesting he was also a victim of child sex trafficking. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, there is names of Chris Cornell, Anthony Burdain, and Chester Bennington, who was the lead singer of Linkin Park. Park. They have all committed suicide, all in the same very similar ways which is very odd and very close together in time yeah and at the time they were actually working on a documentary about child sex trafficking Mm. and to me that's a very that's very odd it's beyond coincidence exactly they we won't get into detail how they committed suicide but it was in a very very similar way Chester Bennington also put out a music video which was also suggesting um, child. Many visual hints, just yeah. like Justin Bieber. It was the music video to Numb from yeah. memory. 
and it was suggesting child sex trafficking as well in that video. Yeah. There's also Britney Spears as well, if you want to touch upon that. There is there is also Britney Spears, who today we still think... Her is, issue is very interesting, isn't it? She is a very... doesn't specifically tie to child sex trafficking, but it's a similar sort of very unusual dropping hints via her social media and her... Well, held captive was mm. one of the main things. So on TikTok especially, people commenting on past videos saying, example, wear a yellow top if you need help. Yeah, and then the next video she drops, she's wearing a yellow top. Exactly. She also had one where she had a... She was holding a hat. Yeah. And she kept pointing her finger towards a black smudge on her hat and turning it. So suggesting people to screenshot and turn the camera camera upside down. And when you zoomed into the black smudge, it actually said the word help Mm. on it. Is that true? Yes, that's actually true. I've never seen that. Look that up. It's true. And they... Her her father has recently stepped down as a... Passed away? I'm not too sure what's happened with her father, to be honest, but... It is. It's a very strange situation um, with Britney. Yeah, he's either sick or passed away. If from memory, I can't. It's either one of those two. Yeah, which it's is, one of the two. And now her campaign manager is running the show. Yeah. Which is why this has just gotten a bit more weird. She's probably getting away with more now. With mm. Actually, um, getting with no supervision. The word out there. Now we'll go back to Jeffrey Epstein's island. Yep. Which Jack, you know. A bit more detail about that area, which you feel like to. Well, it's it's sort of more so what the island sort of ties into. So we'll, we'll throw it back to nineteen, well not nineteen eighty five. It's actually seventeen eighty five. There was a story written of four wealthy male libertines or libertines, whoever you say it, who resolve to experience the ultimate sexual gratification in orgies, um, and to do this, they sealed themselves away for four months in an accessible an inaccessible castle in the heart of the Black Forest with a harem of 36 victims uh, which were mostly male and female teenagers um, and they all engaged uh, in brothels so they tell the stories of their lives and adventures within that story of being held captive within the castle Um, and the women's narratives sort of form an inspiration for this book and movie um, for the sexual abuse and torture of the victims which gradually mounts in intensity and ended in their eventual slaughter and death so it sort of ties into the island where they've sort of it's not a castle it's an island they've sort of trafficked them and held them captive without obviously their consent Um, and they're obviously using them for sexual gratification as we know which Epstein has done and suspected many of his celebrities within his black book have also taken part in so it's just a very dark rabbit hole that sort of has many connections to more satanistic activities so so from what you've heard Liam we'd like to grab your opinion Uh, what are your thoughts on these allegations that have been tossed around from a middleman I mean it's it's a tough one Um, I've obviously just started to learn about this and um, it's definitely something that like it all seems to connect up I'm just trying to figure out whether I think I believe <laughs> or not if this is all true. I mean, it all, yeah, all the names of the of the missing kids um, being labelled on the furniture on the Wayfair website, um, and all the celebrities that seem to link up together. Um, and some people say it may be to um, cover COVID. Is that true, Tim? Uh, 
Well, COVID covering COVID this. Cov- COVID yeah. covering up of this. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. Well, we've got, uh, if you haven't heard, Donald Trump actually kept, or getting a lot of people in trouble with child sex trafficking, yeah. which is what COVID, in my mind, has been covering. Um, not sh- He's gotten a lot of elites in trouble. A mm. lot. He's put a lot of money into campaigns to expose child sex traffickers. Yeah, and the media won't talk about that because the media is run by an elite family. Yep. And they are part of it. So, if you don't know, a lot of the media channels are run by one family. So, what they're trying to do is boycott Trump because he's the one getting you in trouble and trying to get the attention yep. away from what Trump is actually doing to get these people in trouble and actually putting it all, pumping all this COVID stuff into people's heads. So, like, people don't hear about it. They don't actually see what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. It's unusual with Donald Trump, though, because during these Pizzagate allegations and the whole COVID saga, um, I read an article about Donald Trump actually being convicted of similar offences and he was on trial for something along the lines of child sex trafficking and sexual abuse. Um, so he went on trial for that while all this COVID stuff was blowing up and it was just sort of kept very under wraps. Well, so it, it's, it's unusual. statements as well. I've read them, yeah. And uh, they've just been settled with a payment to the family. Yeah, it's just a bit, you know, a bit of hush money, I a think. Bit of, some with involving nine-year-old boys, 11-year-old girl, yeah. 12-year-old girl, and paying millions of dollars to keep this the family's Under wraps. mouth shut. It's just very unusual how he's putting in so much effort to expose these people when how do we know he's not a part of it? Well, we, we all know what Trump's like. He if, you, if he gets in trouble, he'd rather shoot the gun somewhere else and try and bend a bullet. So yeah. I think that now the statements have come out and they've talked about it. He's now going, well, if I'm going down for this, every single other person yeah. I know that's involved is coming down with me. Bit of Takashi 69, though. Yeah, exactly. Just the snitch hotline right there. But it's just a a very odd... It is very odd. And I think the main concern for me with all of this is it's just all gone unexplained. There's no explanation for any of it. I mean, there's all these statements and conspiracists finding all this information and it's been supposedly debunked. I mean, you go online and you, you... If you search up Pizzagate, Every single article you'll find will say the fake theory, uh, Pizzagate debunked. But is that the media taking control of it again? Exactly. Well, exactly. The amount of things and articles that I've read over the weeks that the very next day were deleted is it's not even funny. Like, well, me going back, I've knew about this Pizzagate theory. I looked into it. Yeah, in we'd known about it for weeks, and it's just being and continuously. And I've hidden. I went back just for this episode to find the articles that I read in mm, the past. As did I. None of them exist anymore. All deleted. And I'm not a person that usually has a bad memory. I find I've, yeah. I've read something and I've seen something. Well, I mean, it's in your history. It's in, You click yeah. on it and oh, this article is no longer available oh, or well, this post has been removed. Well, it's definitely not in my history. It's, it's not in TV's history. That history gets cleared up pretty quickly. And so I've gone back to actually read. The, I knew where the articles were. I've got a good, yeah, like exactly. said, a good memory. I know, where, I know where they came from all of a sudden disappeared and they're gone and there's other weird coincidence that I may have forgotten earlier to talk about yep. it's the Giseline Maxwell yep. she is testifying to a court and to a judge and the judge has promised that she is going to release the statements to the public yeah 
Now, don't know the judge's name, uh, but all of a sudden, as soon as she said what Ghislaine's testifying is going to be made public, two weird scenarios may have happened in her life. Her yep. husband got shot, but he survived, but her son got murdered in cold blood. Yep. And only two days after she made that announcement. Now, if Very you're going to... Now she's off the case. And now she's off the case. And... If you were going to hide something, I don't think that's the right way to go. Yeah, especially when it's been revealed. And the other person that they've got in her place is sort of more strongly favoured towards the other side of the story, as opposed to Maxwell revealing. Well, as elites, I'm sure they would have known who the next appointed oh, judge They would have be. had it lined up. They would have had it perfectly aligned, saying if we can somehow get this lady off as a judge... There's the no next... way Maxwell will release any of the names in the black yeah. book. And... As of today, as we speak, Ghislaine Maxwell is alive and well. Uh, she did have a problem with COVID for a little bit, yeah. somehow in prison, but who knows what's going to happen to her in the next... Who knows what's already happened, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. So, no no idea if, you know... It was like Kim Jong-un, like, apparently he was dead and he'd had, a, he'd had heart surgery. Next thing you know, he's alive and well. Just like, it's, <laughs> it's just, you never know what's going to happen. Well, that's a, that's a big conspiracy. We, we want to know, though, time. Tim, what are you, what's your opinions on it? Do you believe it? My opinion on it is some of it's true. So, the Epstein, the Epstein one to me is true. Some of it's undeniable. Way too much evidence to debunk it. Pizzagate, I believe, is true because if you go back to 2016, Donald Trump actually talked about the emails of Hillary Clinton mm. um, trying to say that she was trying to cheat with the Russians yeah. and all of a sudden all hundreds of thousands of emails disappeared yeah. no, not a single without a trace no, without a trace gone, just gone I believe she, she is one of those people that could get into this child sex trafficking not sure about the the cult uh, and sacrificing children yeah but her husband being involved with Jeffrey Epstein, her with this encrypted codes, to me, it shows a bit. Yeah. Shows a bit. She's involved, do you think? I personally think she's involved. There's some connection. Not to, to an extent. The Wayfair conspiracy, I, in my opinion, I don't believe. I think it was a, a mistake. There, so that's the furniture one, right? That's the furniture one, yeah. yeah. There is an AI encryption that businesses use that the AI will go through search it's engines like an algorithm an alg- that's the word yeah. algorithm an AI algorithm which looks into uh, names that have been used a lot throughout the internet and when two AIs get together and they they seem to mess things up when it's like leaving two little toddlers in a room especially a kitchen without any parental mm. um AI is a whole other ball game. That would probably get its own podcast episode. <laughs> that will, but, but in, this al- in this algorithm, it's two AIs. So it's, as an example, people that don't know about tech savvy out there, you get two toddlers the age of four, chuck them in a the kitchen with everything in it and take the adult out of the situation, which will be the human. And those two kids are going to run wild. Those numbers, the price numbers are going to fly through the roof. Yeah. There's going to be an absolute mess everywhere. And the only way it can be controlled is if there's an, a human watching it. They're, they're generating an inflated prices to compete with other markets, which would be a separate AI, basically, yeah. with that algorithm. Yeah. So it's a it, it makes a bit of a a bit of a mm. mess. So 
Wayfair, I don't believe they were selling on their website. I think it would have been a two bit of a. Bit of a stretch. It would have been. It would have been too obvious. Uh, that'd be risking it too much for them. Exactly. Like, it's if they were gonna sell, they would do it in the black market. In, but then, why do they have that WFX utility as a third party seller? Well, there could be other like Amazon. I'm sure has little third party. Mm. So it's it could either be for tax purposes, tax offsets. Yeah. It could be for more profits. Like you, everyone knows about. There's restaurants out there, literally in Australia, that do it. They open up different branches and spread the money out between. Yeah the the restaurants evenly so they pay less tax yeah and then they launder money through exactly so I believe it's, that could be a possibility mm. and then what about your opinion on the Epstein saga I think the Hollywood is just a messed up place I do believe in that um, especially with people like Chester Bennington coming out about it uh, Justin Bieber making sure people knew in his music video there has been multiple, multiple celebrities that my our age. So these stuff could happen in the last 10, mm. 15 years. So it's just coming out now because we've got social media. So I do believe that the child sex trafficking ring in Hollywood does exist. Yeah. And it's uh, just, I think it's just the cult, in my opinion, is the main one that I don't believe because someone can't really get away with that much yeah but so but with that power what what could you get away with it's, it, it it's just more, takes one it takes one good detective to just go no I'm not falling into your mm. kind of steps and they have to follow there has to I be think, a case I think the most suspicious aspect of it is the fact that it's so censored on the media it's more censored than anything I've ever researched it's just but then when you go it's you, so hidden when you think about it as well like the last eight months we've been listening about COVID a very negative story and if you see that's played on the community that COVID is just running the media everyone is down everyone I know is down about it down the dumps so if we talked about this stuff constantly how would we feel yeah. it would just it would send the community mad because all we hear about is this child sex trafficking every day because it's a billion dollar industry yeah and we sometimes the media just I think has to put the positive out there so people don't realise what the real world is happening because there is people out there a bit more oblivious that if you dug yeah if you dug deep you would know what is exactly going on in the world Mm. like people like you and me which know about these things and aren't as sensitive towards these topics but then there's people like Liam who don't really know much about this and I think he's very surprised well they don't they don't care to investigate it yeah also. exactly well we'll we'll actually grab Liam's opinion so how, how have you felt about this conspiracy do you believe it and are you surprised about what's going on yeah I mean like I'm obviously curious about it I hadn't read into it before like you guys um, some of it I believe um, I'm still finding it hard to give a really good opinion on it I think like I said before um, the Pizzagate stuff that could be real I'm not sure about the Wayfair about the furniture um, it's a bit crazy that you can go online onto this Wayfair, Wayfair site and actually see um, press on the cart and add a bit of furniture and it comes up with the, with the missing person's name I think that's a bit crazy and I think like Tim said before um, that's a bit risky on their behalf putting it on their own website but trying to cover it up at the same time so 
I'm not sure about that. Mm. What about you, Jack? <laughs> I know you're going to go completely opposite to what we're saying. You're a bit more well, not, of a... Not, not opposite. I've got a bit more of a tinfoil hat on than some people. But, I mean, it's... The Pizzagate one is hard to buy because, I mean, if you look at what happened with that, that gunman that sort of went in and he just took it upon himself to investigate this pizzeria and look for these hidden basements, he's gone in with a gun and he's not found anything. So for some people that's been debunked. But I was reading an article recently, probably oh, it was within the last few months, with Robbie Williams, Robin Williams, yeah. you know, obviously that big UK megastar, and he's, he's well and truly in the belief that it's not debunked he's he's certain it's happening and he's just unsure how this is no explanation like i've said for these emails like yeah it's unusual but can we have an explanation for why there's no explanation is for there why. proof that it's been debunked though well there's no proof of either way you can say something's debunked but who who debunked it well yeah. the people that want to cover it up possibly yeah but they've got enough power to was it exactly was it in the news when when this person debunked it was Was there any photos or anything it was worldwide news when it was debunked it's straight away it's you know fake news that could have been a setup conspiracists um going crazy right-wing conspiracists they've lost the plot like why would a little and then there's interviews with the pizza owner that i can't remember his name John Podesta, I think it was, maybe uh, something John like that. John Podesta was uh, Hillary Clinton. No, not that one. The it owner was James Alfentis. That one, yeah. He's gone on interview, and I was watching the video, and it's just... Maybe I'm looking out for it, but he just seemed very unusual in the way he was delivering his lines, which I think they were lines saying... Scripted. Like, he's like, why would why would I have a child sex trafficking ring in the basement of my pizzeria? Like it was, it's just like his so mannerisms. You think, the, you, think, you think that could have happened then? You I think, think there's a strong possibility it happened because as soon as they dropped this thing worldwide, people around the world, conspiracists, are suggesting that there were underground tunnels, not not the basement. They were actually transporting them via underground tunnels. We well, don't than, make it up out of nowhere. Rather than taking them into the pizzeria and saying, come down to the basement. Like, it's, that doesn't work like that. That's Everyone's going to see that. There's witnesses. Like Hillary Clinton's not going to walk into a pizzeria with a couple of kids. But do you think he maybe did this for him because he was either getting paid out? Could or, have been getting paid out. Could have owned or something. Or he made, threatened as well. Maybe well, he knew something and they said, "If you do this, we won't reveal it." Yeah. Something like that. But I mean, it's it's very unusual. It's hard to buy into the the Satanism cult stuff and all that sacrificial stuff, but. I mean, if you deep dive into things that are happening in this world, that stuff is well and truly alive. That that stuff happens. It does happen, and it's but it's just a fact. Do the other elites doing it? So, the, mm. the, Do you think that they could have been doing this before though, and then they've decided oh. they've threatened him and said, "We're going to use you. We're going to use you. We're going to use your well, like pizza shop." Well, this pizzeria is only one case. Like, how do we? There could have been multiple. There are multiple suspicions of other restaurants across America that were yeah. used to to transport and traffic kids. For um, obviously sexual pleasures and sacrifices and all this crazy stuff, but the fact that there's no answer for it raises alarm bells for me. And the fact that there's no explanations for all these emails, it just like doesn't really make sense to me. And then the Wayfair theory, that one's a bit more far fetched for me. I mean, we can see the power of. It's not that hard to really do a screen recording of a website and simply Photoshop whatever you want into that video. Yeah. So I mean, like we could do that. Oh. It just gets well, maybe not as as, as well, <laughs> but I mean, we could and we could get some traction, get a couple of views on YouTube. You know, it's all that sort of. It, it's tricky though, but the fact that obviously those missing the missing person names are very interesting. I'm well and truly 
in the belief of the Jeffrey Epstein saga, though, I think that yeah, the the elite group and that black book and that sex trafficking ring, I think that's well and truly alive and well. And whether I don't or think not stopped either, I think whether or not Epstein's in charge or Donald Trump's in charge, I think everyone's replaceable in that. Oh, exactly. One person leaves, there's one person in. It's an elite group. It's a cult. Yeah. And I think that's. Is there certainly... anything you two disagree on? Uh, well, it's or you have the same beliefs when it comes to this. We come. I think we come pretty similar in this. Because usually, this usually you two are clashing. Usually, but I mean, because we've been looking into this for obviously since it's sort of sparked online, and we're both obviously very suspicious of it. Hence, why we've come together to talk about it in the podcast. You're a suspicious man, Jack. I am, but I'm in the belief. I think Tim is as well that there's just too much information to turn a blind eye to. Um, and I truly do believe that this sort of blown out of proportion COVID-19 saga has definitely overshadowed and buried the truth behind the child sex trafficking ring. Now, unfortunately, we're going to wrap it up now, but we would love to hear your guys' opinions. If you just want to shoot us a message, we would love to have a chat about this, especially me and Jack. We'd love to talk to you about these conspiracy theories and we would also love it if you commented even mm. of what you want us to cover next. We... We want you guys to tell us what you want us to talk about because we're not the listeners, you're the listeners. Exactly. And, and if there's anything we missed, because I can guarantee there's things that we missed. I mean, we've only been sitting here for how long? Like, what, around about half an hour or so? Yeah. Like, and this is a just scratching the surface. You know, we could sit here and talk all day, but I'm sure we missed things. If we did miss them, comment them, and then we can sort of touch on them and reply to your comment and spread the word a bit yeah. more if you've got any other opinions well if me and Jack and Liam sat here with a microphone and talked about this we would be here it would be a 12 hour podcast it would be, be, be a very long podcast there'd be podcast. many tour breaks but we do have a very special guest for episode 3 coming in and we do and Liam would you like to talk about what I won't, we're going to do I won't tell you who it is but we do have a very very special guest coming on the podcast blue tick verified he does have a blue tick on Instagram so I mean you'll get the hints on Instagram but we will release that sooner or later and hopefully you guys can ask us some questions. He does have some merchandise as well, which we're going to... We'll get into that. ...promoting very shortly. So you guys can get into it as... It's, it is a very big guest, even for it's someone as, uh, not as excited and calm as me. Uh, I believe it's a very big guest <laughs> when we found out... When we landed it, you were a bit like, come on, guys, let's just relax. <laughs> when, when Getting we, closer and closer, you're like, oh, boy. Oh, when, we, when we first found out about it, I was more like, all right, let's let's actually... I'm not going to believe it until we're actually... He's recording Well, it's a bit us. like this conspiracy, isn't it? You don't believe it until it's until right it's in a, front of you. Yeah, and I had to listen to these two talk about living in high-rise apartments about how big this celebrity is. <laughs> so we'll wrap this up now. We'd love to hear what's going to happen in the next episode. Blue tick. <laughs> we'd love to uh, hear your opinions on what conspiracy you want us to hear us next for a couple of weeks' time. Uh, and this is only episode one of a series. Yeah. This is the first conspiracy that we've touched on. We'll cover scratching. More. And we'll probably have some further guests as well. Yeah, we can look into that as the, uh, the podcast goes a bit deeper into... The rabbit holes, you'd say to me. Nah, more into more <laughs> followers and more promotion-wise, but... Thank you for listening to our episode two of this, the first episode of Conspiracy Theories, and we'll love for you guys to give us your views and comments back. See you later, guys. Bye.